Welcome to the Ryan Holt Show. On this show, you can expect the latest, the greatest, and the best curated content on business, marketing, automotive, and lifestyle. Sit back, put in your earplugs, and let's enjoy the ride. Now, as always, I want to make sure you get the best in content that will help you monster your goals, both personally and professionally. I want to keep this conversation going, so please check me out on Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope at RyanHoltz1. And then go over to Facebook.com forward slash RyanHoltz Marketing, and we can chat there too. I also want you to visit www.ryanholtz.ca as this will be where I put my almighty beloved show notes. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I am proud to bring you the Ryan Holtz Show. Let the beat drop and enjoy. We are all born equal, but one must work really hard to remain stupid. That's my man Benjamin Franklin right there. And welcome to episode five of the Ryan Holt Show podcast. Today on deck, I have an amazing show for you. We are going to talk about how attendees can get the most out of their business conference experience. Meaning, when you attend a conference, whether it's for work, personal, how can you get the maximum, maximum value from your experience um, and that ticket price that you paid? And we're going to talk about that today. So, conferences, I think, are amazing. And, you know, in the previous episode, we talked about networking and not working, but conferences, I think, are great. Now, there is a ton of conferences out there, so you have to really, uh, before you even decide what conference you'd like to go to, I think you need to clearly state and write down your goals, meaning um, if you're a small business owner or you're a medium business owner or you're a large business owner, so let's talk about an auto dealership, uh, an automotive, uh, there's conferences, it seems like every week, um, and you know a lot of the dealer principals, uh, you know, sales managers, general sales managers, uh, service managers, marketing managers, internet directors, managers uh, are all looking for uh, new ideas to enhance the day-to-day experience, uh, ultimately making the car buyer or somebody who's coming in for service is experience uh, a lot better. So uh, a lot of dealer principals, they're going to the conferences to check out the latest and greatest in marketing uh, and and you know to hear all the presentations from Google and and Facebook and 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 all the third party vendors to see you know what are customers doing online what's their buying cycle um, and they have clear goals now uh, a lot of those same dealer principals come back with you know about hundred uh, chicken scratch points and then they basically drop it off on their team and say let's implement this and I think that that approach can be very very um, very um, daunting. So uh, I will use the automotive as an example today because I, I do know it well. I've worked in it. I've I've seen it both from the employee, the consultant um, point of view. So I know uh, working with dealerships now through my company, and then I know what it was like when I sat in a dealership and worked with uh, the vendor companies and the ownership uh, personnel. So let's get right into it. Let's paint the picture. So, I am super excited. Now, the first thing I do when I want to go check out a conference is 
where's that conference going to be held? Uh, if it's going to be held in Omaha, Nebraska, I don't care who's speaking at that damn conference. I do not want to attend the conference. Uh, Omaha, Nebraska is not sexy. Now, I've never been there. And I don't know if I ever will go to Omaha, Nebraska. And shout out to all my Nebraskans out there. But it just doesn't seem like a place that's like a tourist destination. You know what I'm saying? But once I see that conference that's like in New York City or it's like in Jamaica or it's in Miami or it's in Toronto, Vancouver, Calgary, even Edmonton, you know, somewhere, somewhere there's some stuff to do. I mean, I'm already setting the stage, baby. It's the soap opera. I mean, we already got the city picked out. We know that we're going to go to the conference, but we also know that uh, a lot of a lot of you know a lot of the reason we go to conferences and the fun about going to conferences is what happens after the conference. And what happens after the conference stays on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. You get what I'm saying with this? So we got to really dictate where we want to go, where we want to go, and what city we want to go to. I got Uma, uh, who's my office dog right here. She is uh, bumping my feet. We're having some fun. But Uma wants to say hi to all the audience, and she also wants to say thanks for listening. So number one thing you can do is visit the conference's website, the organizer's website. Check out the speakers. Check out what they're doing for their social media. And the best thing I can really say is get on their social media. So if they're doing Twitter, if they're doing Facebook, Instagram, get on those channels and just see some of the posts that are happening. But I, I, don't, I don't necessarily just like to look at the posts of the organizer or whoever's holding the conference, but people, other people who are going, because it gives you a chance to introduce yourself to them. But, you know, a lot of them are, are kind of saying what their goals are. So some people send out tweets like, you know, hey, looking to, to maximize and understand how, you know, how we can better our ROI, return on investment. Or, you know, how can we retain our staff or employees a lot better? So, so now their goals are starting to become your goals because maybe they're goals that you didn't even think of, but now you can add them into your list. And I think that, you know, again, when you go to a conference, the speaker is up there giving good information, but a lot of the best information comes from your fellow attendee or conference goer. And I think that that's something that has to be um, clearly, clearly defined and understood. Okay. So. Uh, if there's a hashtag, uh, for instance, I just spoke at the dealer talk X, uh, conference in Calgary. Um, there was a hashtag associated with it. So what I did is I went into Twitter, uh, you know, typed in the hashtag, went into all, and then just seen the conversation that was going through. And it gave me a chance just to kind of see, uh, from the speaker standpoint, who the attendees were going to be, what some of the questions that they had. And then I could, it also helped me to, to format my presentation to make sure that they got the best value. And a lot of the tips I'm going to be sharing today work both from the speaker perspective and the actual attendee perspective. Um, for me, I do speak at several conferences, so for me to give a good presentation, I really have to put my mind into what the attendee is looking to get out of it and pretty much basically pretend that I'm sitting down there with the attendees just having a roundtable conversation, okay? Uh, and I will in future episodes talk about tips on how to public speak and, you know, uh, how to create an engaging presentation. Uh, my presentation style definitely is evocative. So, I, you know, I go there. Um, maybe I shouldn't go there, but I do go there. And I've had some criticism for that, but I've also had some really great things because of that. And it's kind of a, an oxymoron, but that is the reality, okay? Another point, reach out to some of the speakers at the conference before you get to the conference. Um, I think it's great. I mean, 
The website's going to have all the speaker bios. Uh, it's going to have the topic that the speaker's on. It's going to have, you know, their headshots. It's going to give you a, a chance to really see who the speaker is, who you want to see, and what their presentation's going to be like. Um, you know, I personally like to, you know, check the speaker out. I mean, if somebody's talking about digital marketing or social media or, you know, ROI or video marketing or personal branding or influencer programming or whatever the case may be, uh, I want to check them out on their social media and see, you know, how they're using the tools. Um, and, you know, it's kind of one of those things. Are they, you know, preaching what they practice or, you know, are they practicing what they preach or are they doing neither? Because I think that, you know, some speakers I've encountered, they're they're sending out a message but I don't know that they're doing it themselves. And I think that, you know, you kind of lead by doing, so to speak. But furthermore, it just gives you, the conference goer, the attendee, a chance to really see what the speaker's about, get to know them online, because you're going to be able to take some cool selfies offline. So uh, check out the speaker, who they are, what they're saying, what their message is, and, you know, determine who you actually want to go and see or hear. Set out and clearly label three or four goals. Now, this is extremely important because, again, if we reverse engineer this episode and we go from the speaker's perspective, we know that the average human brain loses attention span, you know, 12 to 15 minutes in. So this is why we are going to be putting in slides of imagery, some funny jokes, you know, I want to tell you a story because we know that we have to diversify our presentation. Some people like to see, some people like to hear, some people like to read. So we have to make sure that, you know, we're going on all three forms of communication and and kicking on all three cylinders. Uh, That being said, you as the conference goer have to have at least, you know, three to four goals. And I think that's a good number because I think if you say I got 25 goals, I want to get out of this. I think that's, it's just, it's presumptuous. It's too much. And let's be honest, when you go back to your, your workplace or your business or your dealership or your real estate brokerage, you know, how many of those goals are you actually going to be able to execute and put into place? And that, you know, is something you got to be real with yourself. But to set that expectation of, you know, three to four takeaways, that's awesome because now your mind is focused on, I want to get information for these three, four points and anything over the top is Literally, you know, it's like fudge on a Sunday, you know, it's just the bonus. And then out of those three, four top three, four points, you and I both know that you could probably go back and execute at least 75% of them. So to me, I say, hey, you know, your, your conference was a success because you took some actionable items back, but furthermore, you actually executed on them. What's an example of maybe three or four items? Uh, for instance, if I'm attending a, um, let's say I'm attending um an Adobe um, Photoshop conference, say I'm a graphic designer or I'm in design, maybe I want to see what the latest and greatest programs are out. So that could be one. And maybe I want to see, um, get maybe somebody who's at the conference, maybe somebody's offering some training platforms online or some sort of extra education that I can maybe subscribe to or or pay for after the conference. So maybe I'm looking to advance my skill set. And I need just a little bit more education. That could be another point. So now we got latest programs, point one. And now we got, you know, education, educational advancement opportunities, point number two. And then maybe point number three could be, you know, maybe they're going to have a speaker that's basically telling you how you can start up a graphic design business. 
um, and, you know, start getting paid for some of that instead of going to like sites like Fiverr, uh, where your work is kind of devalued. So that could be point number three. Maybe you're trying to, you know, open up a business and you want to see what other people are doing and, and hear it from the quote unquote experts. Okay. Now, the other point you can do prior to going to this conference, and again, this conference is going to be in like Los Angeles, California. We're going to be going down Sunset Boulevard. We're going to be chilling at all the A-lister clubs. I mean, I'm painting the picture for you folks. We're going to have a couple adult beverages, and we're going to sail off into the sunset. But that's after the conference. Let's get back to the conference. Okay? Reach out to the event organizers. You know, introduce yourself. You know, ask them questions like, what made you want to organize this event? You know, what are what's some of the feedback you've gotten in prior years of doing this event? You know, don't be shy. I love seeing who the event organizers are and then going on LinkedIn and checking them all out so that I can connect with them and then read their bios because I find it extremely interesting, you know, what made them decide to organize this event. And furthermore, you know, what's their background and how do they even get into this? Because I think by doing that, you know, it's always cool to get into the brain of somebody who's actually creating the event because they're creating the event for probably the same reasons that you're attending it. Otherwise, they wouldn't have an event and you wouldn't be attending, which means the conference wouldn't be a go. So, you know, even though they're the organizer, they're probably right neck and neck with why you're even attending. So that's something to think about, okay? Now, here's what I see a lot of at conferences. The decision makers a lot of the time in the companies, you know, they'll get whisked away by some of the sponsors uh, for a nice dinner or cocktail or something like that because the sponsors want to land some business. And they know that, you know, to, to land some good business, you can't be standing around a group of 100 people and say, let's sign a contract. Most of those deals are done in more of an intimate setting. That's, you know, now we can get down to some one-on-one discussion, figure out some needs and wants, Okay. And then once the decision makers are whisked away, you have a lot of the team, so the support staff. They're the ones that are sitting in the big rooms kind of hanging out and relaxing and doing that. Now, if you notice a lot of the conferences, the speakers will stick around for a bit, but the speakers are usually gone. Now, what you need to do to make sure that you can get a little bit of time with the speaker is get up to that speaker before or after they're speaking immediately and get in there for some questions. Because I some of the things that I get a lot of the time is, hey, Ryan, you know, I really wanted to ask you questions. Sorry, I missed you. And they'll tweet that to me or they'll Instagram that to me. And I kind of think about it. I'm like, well, you never came up right away. And some people, I think, get completely shy or, 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 or whatever the case is. But if you want to talk to the speaker, you want to talk to somebody specific, get at them ASAP. Get that selfie, get that phone ready, um, because, you know, everybody's time is limited, so everybody's moving around quite quickly. With a lot of the speakers, I mean, they're flying in, they're flying out, so literally after they speak, I mean, they'll, they'll stick around for a few minutes, and then they're literally off to the airport or to the public washroom to change into their airport attire. I have done this many, many times, change out of a suit in a nasty public washroom and literally put my suitcase on top of the toilet, open up the suitcase, put all my clothes in, trying and then put two pieces of paper towel down on the ground because I don't want to step my socks or my bare feet onto the floor and trying to get all my stuff done without actually touching these nasty washrooms. Anyways, that's a true story, but this is sometimes the life of a speaker. Um, so again, from the attendee perspective, 
Um, I'll give you an example of a few attendees that I feel have just like monstered their conference experience. Um, one person came up and said, hey, Ryan, um, you know, I, I, read, I went and read your blog. So I, I, got, I got like these three main points I want to make. And they had them listed out. So they had three quick questions. And they were just like, this person must have been on my blog for at least 30, 30 to 40 minutes reading. Because like some of the, the points that they had made, I mean, this is like deep, deep, deep into the blog. So they literally had to do their homework. And then they basically said, you know, I'm, I've already followed you on all the social media channels. Um, and then they took a quick selfie. And then by the time I looked at my phone, I mean, this person had already blew up my Instagram, blew up my Twitter, you know, was on Snapchat, added me on LinkedIn and became a fan on Facebook. So this person was game ready for their conference. Okay. Again, I love conferences. Uh, I think they're amazing if done right, because it's kind of like, the Amazon of whatever you need all in one place over the course of one to two days. Now, I wanted to do this episode five after four because I talked about networking in the previous episode because this, to me, is better use of your time going to a conference because it's almost like a million networking events really well organized over like the course of one or two days. So it's like a sprint of mental information. That being said, that's why we talk about preparing for it so that you get the most out of it because everything's going to happen relatively fast, plus there's going to be a lot of distractions. Again, Los Angeles, California, Sunset Boulevard, A-list nightclubs, adult beverages. I mean, all these things are going to boom, okay? Now, as a conference goer or an attendee, Take every promo item that you can get, whether it's a handout, whether it's a, a card, a business card, whether it's a, a download USB key link, and put it in your bag and just put it there. Because I know that you might say, oh, this is not of use to me right now. But trust me, once you leave the conference, a few days pass, and you can actually go through everything, sometimes there's a lot of extra information on some of these resources that you wouldn't even think of because probably the speaker didn't even mention it or the or the organizer sometimes doesn't mention it because, again, there's so many moving parts and it happens so fast that a lot of people are, you know, I mean, we're humans. We, we don't always mention everything. But that's why you as the conference goer needs to be, you know, uh, held responsible for that and kind of take some of that responsibility onto yourself because that's going to give you an amazing, 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 experience okay um so uh conferences that are absolutely massive in numbers um i think are a little more challenging because there's so many people there that it's it's like one big concert i like to really go to the conferences that are you know in that 150 to let's say six, 700 people uh, type of, uh, you know, atmosphere because I feel like, you know, it's big but not overly big and you still can get a lot of talk time with the people that you're really, really wanting to go and talk uh, to, okay? So just to recap, a few points, okay? Before entering that conference, go to Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, all these things. Figure out if the conference has... 
a social media presence. And if they do, start reading the streams. If they have a hashtag, look up the hashtag and see what kind of conversations happening there. Reach out to the speakers prior. Check them out on their social channels. Check their websites out. Read up on them, okay? You know, research the, the speaker bios, okay? Set out and l- clearly label three or four goals prior to going just so that you stay focused and, you know, you're, you're kind of creating the expectation that you can actually execute on, okay? And reach out to the organizers, okay? Don't be shy. I mean, they've organized the conference for a reason. And, you know, the, the one point I did not mention is get there early. There is something to be said. You know, the early bird catches the worm. Get there early. Enjoy yourself, okay? Um, we're going to wrap it up right now. Um, thank you so much for listening, everybody. Um, I would love you to shoot me an email, info at reinholtz.ca. Let me know what topics you'd love me to cover. I got like 150 topics literally written down that I'm going to be doing on this show, but I want to know what you want to hear. I want to know specific topics that you'd love me to cover. I want to know your feedback. I want to know everything about you. I want you to reach out to me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Periscope, at Reinholtz1. Search me on LinkedIn. I'd love to connect with you. And if you have gotten value from this episode or this podcast to date, please rate it in iTunes or Google Play. Write a review. Give it a five-star review. I I would be much, 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 much appreciated um, if you did that. Okay. Uh, It'll also be on my blog, the show notes, reinholtz.ca. And I'd also like to know what conferences you love and uh, what are your tips and tricks when attending a conference? Boom. Episode five. Tips on attending a conference. I hope you got some value today. Take care, everyone. Thanks for listening. Boom.